Hello and welcome to another episode of a podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm the other host, Eric. Eric, how are you doing this week? Logan, if I was any better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you keep alluding to uh, the second part of that phrase, but um, I guess that'll be one of Earth's greatest unsolved mysteries. Logan, let's you just never say, give us the second part. if I actually knew the rest of that phrase, I'd be doing that, not this. I see. Yeah. Well, we'll leave that to the imagination, I guess. Um, so, Logan, how are you doing? I am doing great. Tell me about life during mm, the latter stages of COVID hopefully. and school during the latter stages of COVID. How's it going? Again, hopefully. Uh, it's it's going very nicely. Um, life is good, and I'd argue that school is nearly as good as well. You know, school is school. Any details you want to share with the listeners? I mean, school. Are you going to school? You're virtually learning. Yeah, a little of this, little uh, of that. I care it, not to share been, all those details let's on, just on the pod. Let's just say it's been an unprecedented year for everyone. <clears throat> yes, very Especially unprecedented. Especially people going to school. But you know, with unprecedented events comes bad and good. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. Anything good going on? Yeah. All right. I'd care not to elaborate. Okay. Well, at the same time, um, are you following the presidential race? That ended a long time ago. What? If you're of the mind that the president that we currently have is legitimate. All right. Good enough. Are you aware that we're trying to land a man on the moon? Again? Huh? Again? Huh? I'll say it again. Are you, you aware we're trying to land a man on the moon? You have a lot to learn, my friend. I like uh, the color you chose for tonight's lighting situation. Thank you. Light, it's like a, light lavender. Yeah. It's almost... Oh, I think lavender is a little more pastel than what we've got going on. Well, with only 16 million colors to choose from. 16.7 with these beautiful light panels. Right. Yeah. Um, we talk like we have a video podcast. Yeah, um, a vlog. We're going to leave this up to the imagination for now. Um, Eric, who are we talking about this week? Uh, I believe it's um, Billie Eilish? Incorrect. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. It is uh, Selena Gomez. Also incorrect. I haven't heard of. Uh, I, haven't heard of I know Selena who it Gomez is. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Again, wrong. We're talking about the Strokes. The Strokes. But before we talk about them, Eric, do you want to hop into the captain's chair? I know. I know. It's been a while, and you've always wanted no, to be thanks. captain. So, why don't we switch? No, I don't think that's right a good now. Idea. Hop in. Hop in. You don't even have to hold the mic. We're we're doing this, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank you. This feels great. On the opposite side of everything. And you just bumped into the mic there. So you don't have to hold it now. It's wow. just there. So just bring it a little All closer. Right. Bring it a little closer. Well, we I go. think it's close enough, Logan. Great. Well, um, we are talking about the strokes. Uh, this is also going to make editing slightly more difficult. So because I need to pinpoint the moment where we switched and then make our levels the are same. These, um, are these microphones going into one specific side or the other as in is this a stereo situation well it's stereo and then i edit it to be mono 
because I've noticed when it's stereo uh, uh, for okay. headphone users, it'll play in one ear and then the other. So I prefer. You could also tilt that upside down and have it like kind of, oh, no, or sideways. Oh, you it's could tilt great. it sideways. Um, I just don't know if we're getting the proper sound from you. It looks like it's just fine. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, the strokes. I was talking about the strokes, but I was talking about how I edit the podcast. Um, yeah, I put it in mono. So technically, I think you're, I think you are now on the right, and I would be on the left. But we'll never, we'll never know because this is turning into testing, mono. When testing, testing. Well, One, two, three. This is going to be mono by the time they're hearing it. So exciting. It is exciting. All right, the strokes. The strokes. They, when are they from? The seventies. Uh, 1998, actually. Really? They're a Grammy-winning American rock band from Manhattan, New York. Uh, they were formed in 1998, and the band is composed of singer Julian Casablancas, guitarist Nick Valenci, and Albert Hammond Jr., bassist Nikolai Freiter, I'm not sure if I pronounced his last name correctly, I probably didn't, and drummer Fabrizio Moretti. They're one of the most prominent bands of the garage rock and post-punk revivals, aiding in the resurgence of indie rock in New York City. Wow. Yeah, I like them a lot. Have you ever even heard of them before I, I I've heard of the Strokes, episode? and I'm certain I've heard a Strokes song here or there. I'm not sure I could name it if I heard it, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you a little about their breakout success and how a bunch of major labels rushed to acquire the rights to their music. That said, Logan, I'm very much looking forward to some song suggestions. Oh, I have plenty of songs. I really want to check out the strokes. Yeah. um, And I mean that, unironically. I also, why why would it be ironic? Exactly. Yeah, so no need to clarify. Um, I feel like, also, we should definitely invest in the cough button because... The amount of times we clear our throats on the show is disgusting. <coughs> what? Anyway. I didn't catch that, huh? After the release of their EP, The Modern Age, in January 2001, a bidding war ensued among major labels in order to uh, to sign the band. Eventually, RCA Records signed them and released their debut studio album, This Is This It, later that year. I this apologize. This Is This nope, It? Nope, it's just Is This It. I oh, apologize. Okay. Uh, we sprang ahead today, so I'm an hour sleepier than usual. We all are. Um, it earned them international commercial success and critical acclaim, appearing on several year-end and all-time album lists. It was followed by Room on Fire. I'm sorry, that yeah. was in 98? It was in 2001. Okay, 2001. It was followed by Room on Fire in October 2003 and First Impressions of Earth in January 2006, both receiving similar commercial success. They then entered a hiatus for several years. Logan, if there's one song that I may have heard that I would recognize, that's The Strokes. Do you know what it is? Um, Someday. How does it go? I could play a little of it for you. I think I have it up now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here is a little of Someday by The Strokes. <laughs> You familiar with this song, Eric? Yes, definitely. Yeah. 
awesome song. So is that the truth or is that a big oh, no, lie? I'm definitely familiar. Okay, well, it's yet to be seen. Toward the end of their original record deal with RCA, The Strokes released Angles in March 2011 and Come Down Machine in March 2013. Both received lukewarm responses from critics. They released their first collection of material after their departure from RCA, the Future Present Past EP, in June 2016 through Casablanca's independent Cult Records label. Despite these studio projects, the 2010s were a relatively quiet period for the Strokes. While the band was in the studio together throughout the decade, they performed live relatively infrequently and directed most, atten- most media attention to individual projects. Now, near the end of the decade, the Strokes began working with Rick Rubin on a new album. In April 2020, the Strokes released their first studio album in seven years, The New Abnormal, through Cult and RCA. Critics generally considered the album a return to form. The album won the Grammy Award for Best Rock Album at the 63rd Annual Grammys Awards in 2021. So, that just happened. Wow. And uh, as of 2020, the band has sold... Five million albums worldwide. Five million? Yeah, I was about to say 50, but I caught myself. That's all I have to say about the Strokes. But you enjoy them. I do. Obviously. I have seven song suggestions Seven? Did we already do one? Uh, We did, so six left. My second song suggestion of the evening uh, comes from one of their least commercially popular albums but one that i happen to like uh this song is from the album come down machine and it's actually called 80s come down machine enjoy only gonna play a little bit of this but i don't think we got copyrighted for this anyway if you want to hear more of that you can of course click on the links that i'll be providing in the show notes and um make sure to acquaint yourselves with these songs i think they're pretty good the next one is a personal favorite of mine it's called call it fate call it karma from the same album eric you're slapping your forehead <laughs> yeah i mean it's a fact so again, I'll link this one as well, but it's one of my favorites from that album and uh, arguably of their well, whole catalog. Like most of our listeners, I'm really looking forward to actually hearing all of those songs. Yeah, I'm not going to play the next couple songs just because they're a little more popular and I really don't want to get copyright strike, uh, stricken. Strike? Yeah, strut. Strut. Yeah. I doubt that's a thing. Like I brought those things to no. the copyright office. I doubt it. Get copyright. The next strut. song I want to suggest is Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus pretty cool song really mm-hmm. sounds fictional after that machu picchu much ado about nothing exactly except it's about something wow you only live once which technically speaking is incorrect you live every day you only die once but to wow. each wow and finally reptilia is my final song suggestion of the it's evening. about the gators it may or may not be about the gators. It's about the gators, this song, Reptilia. Well then, Eric, f- I feel like we kind of breezed through that first segment, which allows us to take a quick break, and I'm going to let you guys enjoy the sweet sounds of um, an ad for this time. Really? We'll see you in a couple minutes. 
Are you feeling alone, tired, or just at loss of what to do? Don't fret, I have you covered. Why don't you read my book, The Figures Among Us, and its sequel, The Figures Among Us Resurrection. And I'll tell you a little about the first book to get you started. The Figures Among Us is a coming-of-age tale of alien contact, action, secrets, and discovery. Jobin Henryson is a near-adult male with one big catch. He's an alien from the planet Chochka. As Jobin develops his powers un- under the instruction of his adoptive father Mark, he learns about the different abilities, hidden truths, and family members that he has, and more. When an alien invasion is imminent, Jobin and his girlfriend Whitney, his brother Wyatt, and Mark must come together in order to save the human race from extinction. If that sounds interesting to you, uh, please check out the link in the show notes. Um, the book's only seven, uh, six dollars, and I think that's a great deal for what you're getting. And then the second book is even longer, and it's about the same price. So uh, check both of them out in the links in the show notes today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to perhaps the greatest episodical segment of this here podcast. Mm, I'd argue of all podcasts ever, but continue. Ladies and gentlemen children of all ages welcome once again to real or fake logan and i will each hit the other with two news stories this week they may be abbreviated we may call this real or fake headlines i don't know i'm not sure if we are going to do that or just do the whole entire thing i have a sneaking suspicion these will be abbreviated stories yeah, it's one real, yeah. one fake. And the, the rules are the same. It's just we'll lazy version, out, basically. We've got several ground rules that we're adhering to. Do we need to spell them out for you all? We do not. Okay, good. Because I probably forgot. All I can that. say, Logan, is I'm feeling very lucky tonight. Great. Well, so am I, as I usually have been. May Logan, I go first this week? Please do. All right, headline number one, World Bank declares that people below the poverty line need more money. I remember you using that headline about seven months ago. I don't even remember what I was doing seven months ago. I know, right? Headline number two, the No Kid Hungry organization claims that if there was more food, less children would go hungry. I remember you using that one also. So I'm saying they're both true. Incorrect. Were you feeling uh, lucky or cocky this week? Overly, Eric? I prefer the term overly confident. <laughs> okay. Um, the first headline was real, and the second headline was fabricated. It was a work of my own imagination. What was the first one again? Uh, uh, World Bank claims that people below the poverty line need more money. And the second was that uh, No Kid Hungry says that if people had more food, there would be less hungry kids. Mm. Which is true, but yeah, not, in this, so. not in this particular case. Not in this well, particular arena. As always, Logan, you got me. You got me. Great. I'm glad to add another badge to my wall of walls. The wall of walls. The wall of shame, if you You know, I, if I have a lot of time on my hands, I'll go through... Every single real or fake, the real or fake archives, to see how many points we really have. 
I'm not sure that's really necessary. I'm sure I'm winning. I'm not sure it's necessary. I call it being overly confident. I'm probably winning, but I don't think we really need to go add it up. You're probably too far away from the mic. Nah, either other. Don't worry. We're not doing ASMR, so I guess it's okay for a little distance. So, Logan. I'm excited to hear your headlines. I've got a couple of doozies. A couple of, um, they're not even headlines. I have a couple three-liners for you. Mm -hmm. We're talking about once again world records cool how large would you guess the largest grizzly bear ever well ever recorded is by weight uh 600 pounds you would be grossly incorrect okay try again thousand pounds Mm, yeah for a baby maybe i'm done guessing tell me three thousand two hundred pounds this poor grizzly bear ton and a half that was hunted no, and it's not actually. happily not Is killed it? they just um tranquilized him weighed him and released him back into the wild um he was tranquilized in frampton alaska how much tranquilizer did they have to use to i know pin right freaking bear down my goodness just a few days ago february 19th of this past year well this so year that was almost a year ago, uh month ago yeah Ah, My sense of time has recently. quickly deteriorated. If you can't anyway, notice, three thousand two hundred pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, nearly as heavy as I am. If you think of it in tons, it's not even two that, tons. That's a ton. That's a ton of weight, though. Yeah, but it's a giant ton bear. and a half, as I said. Anyway, he was released back into the wild because he was not a threat whatsoever to anyone. Cool. Second, um world record story this by the month. way i'm calling yeah. it now that story is fake but continue okay second story world record speaking longest mm. flight of a bird yeah tell me about it yeah it's uh by a bird called a male bar-tailed godwit okay he um interesting enough took off from southwest alaska just recently guess how many days he flew for four eleven wow guess how glided many, probably guess how many miles he covered thousand seven thousand five hundred miles gosh what is it with you and on big numbers tonight seven thousand on pi day of all well, day by the way happy pi day three one four mm-hmm. three point one four one wow. five 3.1415927, something like that. Yeah. That's all I got. You better rattle off more numbers. No. I know a particular Logan. man who would be very disappointed with 7,581. Right yeah. Well, I think that and story he is landed true. landed in... I think that's true. Um, Save your breath. I believe... I have a good compliment coming your way, by the way. New Zealand, yeah, from wow. Alaska to New Zealand, nearly 8,000 miles. I think that's correct. In 11 days. I think that's true. And why? Let's Because I let's doubt Go ahead with the compliment. I doubt the bear would be 3,200 pounds. Really? It's unbearable. But you really. think one little bird can fly Yeah, if they're gliding on wind currents, it's not much of flying, is it? They could be I've I've to heard of birds airborne for 11 I've days. heard of yeah, it's ridiculous for us to think about, but I've heard of birds that fall asleep behind the wheel. Literally take the air currents where, wherever they please. Birds first of all, well, never have 
ever gotten a driver's license. There's also the argument, are birds no actually animals or are they government property? But I think birds go on autopilot and ride those sweet currents. They ride the wave of the future. They do. Well, that story's true, so. Correct. Yep. This bird named 4BBRW. That seems unlikely. That's true. Set off from southwest Alaska and flew for 11 days straight to New Zealand, traveling a distance of about 7,581 no, miles. No, I guess it went the direction where Russia would be very close, right? It didn't go sure. across the continental yeah. United States, because yeah. that would be unbelievable. But it flew west, basically. I bet birds fly from Russia to Alaska all the time. Oh, yeah. Back and forth yeah. all the time. It's like, what? 50 miles maybe less i love the robin williams joke where he said that sarah palin could see russia out her bedroom window yeah yeah that was funny anyway um (laughs) so that compliment i teased earlier i think you're absolutely dashing in that top you're wearing oh thank you this this little cardigan job teal white and brown flannel shirt yeah (laughs) yeah don't get me started about your corset anyway there's that to brighten your what do you think the actual biggest grizzly bear ever was uh probably like 800 pounds no what 1600 plus that's heavy so half of the alleged 3200 pounds true that but 1600 pounds for a grizzly bear is still pretty darn big heavier than me it's the weight of a small car or a small i weighed myself again today and apparently i've lost like a pound Mm. I would I would argue that's from eating food. Yeah, I'm not sure you lose weight from eating food. Uh, the process that comes afterwards. I'm not going to go yeah. into detail. Anyway, welcome to Weekly Wisdom. I'm your far superior host because of how many real or fake wins he has, and I'm named uh, I'm named Logan. If and you didn't, I'm if you didn't your, catch that the two other times that I said I'm it. I'm one of your passive listening hosts for this segment, Eric. <laughs> All right. I have one life hack for everyone, and we'll wrap it up. Babies do not shiver when they are cold. If you see a baby shivering, it needs to be fed immediately because it probably has extremely low blood sugar. Oh, that's, that's for all my new parents out there. Great advice. Yeah, thank you. It's good advice I seem to even for so. non-parents. If you come across a baby who's shivering, feed yeah, it. Yeah, or at least oh, check it you out. You might want to warm it also if you come check across a baby who's all alone. Well, depends on the situation, I guess. Yeah, I'd say that's one of those dynamic situations. It is. You yeah. might have to decide whether you really want to help the baby or not. Well, Eric, I think this has been one of our shortest episodes in a while. I'm not sure, Logan. Because it's at we're we're not doing this in seconds. We're doing it in like measures because it's yeah. it's garage it's like band. a musical. Anyway, we're at like six sixty three right now, and we usually go to like twelve hundred. So this is probably like fifteen sixteen minutes. Wow. But that's a throwback time. That's okay. Let's people go on with their lives. You know, <laughs> it certainly lets me go on with mine. It's been real and it's been fun. And it's not and been it's fake. It's been real fun. Yeah, it has been. That's very poetic. Thank you. You've brought this podcast to poetic justice once Logan, again. Logan, remember how we did Neil Diamond a few months ago? Yeah, I remember the thought of it. I don't remember well, actually doing we, it. We invited him to call into the show. Did we? We did. Really? All I'm saying is 
he did not call in. I think I would have remembered if he did. But I'm still really enjoying Neil Diamond's songs. Cool. Well, maybe in the future he'll be on to say hi. Maybe. I hope so. Doubtful, but you never know. You do never know. All right. Well, with that, thank you for listening. Um, Hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next week.